glory. It's Christmas time. I'm happy. <laughs> hey, y'all. Welcome to Cross Politics on the Midweek Fix. You don't interrupt Whitney uh, Houston. <laughs> Is this Whitney? It's intro is, music. Is this Whitney? Uh oh. What you mean? Is this Whitney? I'm sorry. I, I never, you don't know Whitney's we, Christmas. We've never done the show with Whitney before, so I well, wasn't ready for it. New time, new things. It's 2020. I guess everything's That's changing. Right. All right, hey guys, make sure you share the show right now. Hit the share button. Hit the I like. Do that. Gabe, uh, did we'll you see share you the, the show? I can't do it when we start the show. <laughs> Um, I already told you that. Do I repeat myself in the no, studio yeah, here? Yeah, that's why I now asked. it's on film. I wanted to hear you say you that. You can watch this again later. <laughs> uh, and make sure you guys comment in the comment sections. Also, real quick, uh, we have Fight, Laugh, Feast Club Tumblers. Kind of our Christmas Ooh. special. Kind of like those? Kind of. Um, but they, are, they aren't they are in yet, so we can't display them yet. But they're coming in. Do they say Fight, and, Laugh, Feast on them? Yeah, they say Fight, Laugh, Feast. They're super sweet. We really yeah. like those tumblers. The next 150 club members that sign up. At $25 or more, we'll get that uh, club tumbler for mm. Christmas, hopefully by Christmas. Oh, yeah. And uh, so we appreciate you guys supporting the show and everything that we Ill can God do. Oh, God, right there. Because mm-hmm. in, <laughs> in the new year, it's going to even get crazier. Is it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think in, in the new year, it's going to get crazier. So being able to support media outlets like ours, I, the way I've been thinking about it is like CNN, Fox, they're kind of like transgender culture. They kind of self-identify okay. as real, okay. Okay. real media. Apology. This was they, not in the notes at all. They kind of no. self-identify as real media, and it's like, guys, just because you say that doesn't mean you're you're yeah. real media. So tranny truth, tranny tranny media, tranny truth. Is that was that's what it's it is. Real, yeah. Okay. So who do we got, Toby? Hey, we got Patrick Colbeck. Uh, many of you might remember that we talked to Patrick on election night. Yeah, he dropping uh, during, during our live show. We we're all sitting here just like, what's going on? And he said, Well, actually. Um, Your election is being stolen from you. Yeah, the <laughs> voter machines are connected to the internet. They're not supposed to be. Patrick Colbeck is an aerospace engineer, oh. author, uh, former state senator, Michigan, and former candidate for governor. I guess the cross-Baltic bump didn't work for him on the, on the, on the candidate <laughs> governor. <laughs> Patrick, thanks for joining us on cross Politic again. Hey, it's great to be with you guys. It's actually refreshing. Uh, I really appreciate it. So are you in a safe space right now? <laughs> I don't know. I'm in Michigan, and by definition, with our governor here, I don't think anything's safe. I just um, want to make sure you have security guards by your door. Are you quarantining from you. your family right now? Like, because you can't be have more than five members in yeah. one room or something like that? Yeah, no, no. We've been busting through that as much as possible. I think it's gotten to the talk to the hand stage for most people in <laughs> whoa, Michigan. Whoa. Oh, good. Uh, I, I just assume since Governor Whitmer, you know, she's got her special security team, she just sends them out to all the Michiganers. Uh, no, actually, no. She wants special insecurity for people like me. So we had you on election night. You you noted for us um, on election night on election night that the machines appear to be connected to the internet um, and appear to have this open door, you know, to hacking and possible vote manipulation. Um, Can you review for our our audience? what you saw then, and then just sort of what you've learned since then and bring us down to the present. All right. Well, so I was in that marathon session at the Detroit AV County Board on election night through morning through the next night. And uh, one of the first things that I did when I popped in there is I wanted to understand a uh, chain of custody around a very important election artifact known as the vote tally, right? That's what everybody's yep. looking for on CNN or wherever you get your vote information from at the end of the night. 
Yeah. <laughs> so you're just going off and, and trying to find that vote tally. Well, I wanted to find out what the chain of custody was from the tabulator machines that were scanning into the individual ballots to the uh, um, collection of that tabulation and the reporting of that tabulation to all points northward of that. So I, in other words, I wanted to be able to get down into the uh, into the computer and follow the electrons through to find out exactly how they're securing that final tally of the votes. And uh, so I went in and I asked for a state elections director. His name is Chris Thomas. I had worked with him when I was serving in the Michigan Senate. He was a state elections director for over two decades in the state of Michigan. And he was being a consultant to the city of Detroit at this time. I said, Chris, help me out here. I want to be able to follow the vote tallies from this individual tabulator here all the way out to all points north. And I said, I'm sure you can tell me what that is. And he says, no, I can't. I don't know what it is. I go, really? I go, you're, I go, so I said, can you find out? And he goes, yeah, he would. Well, I kept pestering him pretty much the whole night until finally at the end of the night, he said, you know what? I'm not going to tell you until after the election's over with. <laughs> and I go, ooh, there's a little bit of a red flag. <laughs> and so I, I went around and I started asking everybody, hey, are these computers connected to the Internet? These are tabulators and adjudicators and their local data center. Are they connected to the Internet? And even Chris Thomas admitted that the local data center, which is kind of where they amalgamate, if you were, or aggregate all the different um, data coming from all the different tabulators. It was processed at the central data center. Well, uh, he admitted that's what connected to the internet. That's how they reported out their results. And I go, okay. I go, what about these tabulators? What about these adjudicators? And um, I asked Daniel Baxter, are they connected? He said, no. I asked David Nathan, who was a former state rep that I served with, and he said, no. And I said, okay, well, Tell you what, can you just help me out here? Go off and prove that they're not connected to the internet. Take your little mouse there, roll it over the bottom right-hand corner, and for and I see a bunch of apples on the back there, but the folks that don't have an apple on the back of their laptop, go check that bottom right-hand corner, and there's a little, if you got Windows 10, it's going to show a Ethernet connectivity icon. You roll the mouse over there, it says, pop, connected to the internet or not connected to the internet. Right. All these monitors were connected to the internet for all these tabulators and, and adjudicators. Wow. Now, why is that a big deal? Well, number one, that term, chain of custody. Right. How can you demonstrate that the network is secure if you're connecting all these computers to an outside network? Right. You can't. And, and, and they'll co-often say the manufacturer, Dominion system, voting systems will say, we got an air gap here because we got a firewall put in place. Uh -huh. <laughs> well, do you think, uh, first of all, they have hacker conferences called DEF CON every single year where they just try to show off yep. to see who can hack into these voting systems yep, faster right. than the other guy. Yep. And we're talking seconds to hack into this. And uh, I'll tell you, uh, not only is that possible just on the face of it, but also we know that the National Institute of Standards and Technology posted of the hacker-friendly file information around vote, uh, Dominion voting systems up on a public website <laughs> where they list all the different file names that you have to worry about, the file sizes, where they're located, all that good stuff. Oh, and wait, there's more. The, uh, all the passwords for the high-level Dominion voting systems uh, officials are up available on the dark web. And some of them without any sort of hash protection at all on it, oh. um, but uh, and but some of them are are uh, hash protected as well. Uh, so, so the key thing is, are these connected to the internet? Well, I I submit you already got uh, an election official testifying that the central uh, staging area or the the local data center as it's called is connected to the internet. Um, but I went then one step further and. 
I don't know if you guys mentioned this or not, but I'm a certified Microsoft small business specialist. And I used to do cabling design for the International Space Station. So I know my way around Cat5 cables. And so what I did is I went under, I checked out the tabulators. And sure enough, they're all networked together into a router. And that router was connected to another router. And that router was connected to the local data center. Um, So we've got physical connectivity between all those um, all those computers. Did you take and the pictures local data of all this? I didn't, but we had people that did, and I can. You, you were told not to take pictures while you're in there. If I would have done that, you were told not to have me, them connected to the price. internet. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, actually, if you look at the Dominion Voting Manual, they're designed to connect to the internet. Wow, <laughs> which is why Texas, the state of Texas, said we're not going near this Dominion stuff. Interesting. But yeah. uh, here I am in the state of Michigan. I guess we didn't read the fine print on that. Um, so, so Patrick, um, I've I've heard a lot of um, convincing testimony in all this from you and and from others. I watched what happened in Pennsylvania. Some of the testimony in Pennsylvania, uh, yeah. and um, but the one thing that I'm I'm not getting my I can't sink my teeth in. Is I want to I want to see the homework. I want to see the evidence. I want to be able to say, "Hey, look, we we were able to go into the Dominion sh- machines. We got permission to go into this Dominion machines, and we can we can yeah. verify that actually that votes actually were changed." That's right. Yep. Well, we-, we actually have proof of that in Antrim County. I mean, they How? they have proof of what? what actually happened. And by the way, what does that I, look I like? But what does that look like? What does that look like? That it looks like in. There's a couple different formats, and we're probably going to hear a little bit about that tonight in the testimony before the Michigan House. So I don't want to get out in front of my skis, if I will. Yes. But suffice it to say, the uh, we have evidence, number one, that votes were flipped by the scanner, by the tabulators in Antrim County. That Everybody on both sides of the uh, aisle agree that these votes were flipped. They were tabulated incorrectly, and Trump votes were going to Biden to the tune of about 6,000 votes in a county of 22,000 people. So... If you want to see how that's actually executed, I, I, without going into too many details now, because I'm privy to some information I'm not at liberty to discuss, right. suffice it to say, um, you can show demonstrably that these votes are being manipulated by a certain ratio, even if there's no ballots in the machine. So um, uh, one of the things that Eric Erickson, he got on the I don't know, Instagram or something last night. And he, he had a tirade. He went on a little tirade, and yeah. it was saying, look, there's no fraud, at least in terms of the machines. Um, I don't, yeah. And the thing that he was pointing out was he said there's paper ballots that are supposed to be matched to every vote that's tabulated in the machines. So he yeah. says you can count up all the paper ballots and then you can yep. compare the numbers. And if they're the same, then, you know, even if they were connected to the Internet, no, no votes were actually changed. Do we have that? Well, I mean, do you agree with that? I, I got two, two uh, responses to that. Number one, that does not explain the decimal points in the vote tallies that are – conveyed from the Dominion voting systems to all point north, right? How the heck do you get a decimal point when you cast a vote? Are some people a point three vote and some people are a point seven vote? I don't get that. So you tell me how that works. And I can tell you inside Dominion voting systems, there's something called a ranked choice voting algorithm or a voting method. And they use a, they call it the Gregory method to go off and allocate uh, um, votes. And, it, and that's the only place that I know of where you can go off and play games and allocate percentages, i.e. fractions of votes towards certain candidates. That should never have occurred anywhere on any Dominion voting system platform, yet that's the only explanation for how you can get a fractionalized vote. Um, let's see, the second part of that was dealing with, um, all right, what is he talking about? He, uh, he was saying he didn't see that. Oh, the idea of these, um, 
the poll book not matching up with the number of ballots, essentially. Right. You know what happened in Wayne County? Uh, we had Wayne County Board of Canvassers. And uh, uh, during the initial canvass, right after the election, we saw poll books or, or precincts that had poll books in it that demonstrated that there was an unbalanced or a, a precinct to the tune of hundreds of ballots, as many as 600. And typically precincts, you're seeing votes on the order around 2,000 votes total. So they're saying that 6,000 of these votes didn't have ballots associated with them. Or, or sorry, they had ballots. They were run through. They didn't have uh, a entry in the poll book for that individual. Yeah. All right. So this is the day before now, uh, or they just within days of the election. Yeah. Thirteen days later, a day before the Wayne County Board of Canvassers is supposed to certify, this special little black box arrives in a uh, in a a uh, white panel truck, and I, in that black box are a whole new set of new poll books with new voter names associated Stop. with it no. that, that magically go off and start matching one-to-one with all those precincts. It was manufactured after the day, after the, after the time. So they were just going off and cooking the books and reconciling things after the fact. There was no additional counting on. There was no additional voter registration going on during that time frame. These guys stole the election, and we're going to prove it as soon as we get our day in court. Now, that, that's wh- the, that, that, wh- that, that, now how come Attorney Barr said... That um, there's no, there's no, well, there's not enough evidence not to overturn fraud. it. Yeah. How come he's, how come our attorney's doing this? Well, if you're watching CNN and you're not watching Cross Politic, you're probably not hearing any of this stuff, right? Say that again for the people in the back. Say for the people in the back. Yeah, you got it. There is, I mean, literally, I mean, nobody, it's only alternative media that's even giving air to any of these discussions or these points of evidence. That's the only place you can get it. This is a, this is an attempted coup. And I'm not saying that lightly. I, this, right. There's a registered Democrat, Brian McCaffrey, when he witnessed what he was seeing on the floor of the Philadelphia Accounting Board, he put out this little uh, Facebook video or whatever saying, guys, what we're seeing is, an, is a, uh, an attempted coup. And what happens in a coup? You institute censorship to the extreme, right? You go yeah. off and you shut down all the airways and any narrative that's counter-narrative to what you want to go off and portray – here in Michigan, they're they're restricting freedom of assembly, telling you even at Thanksgiving you can't have more than ten people to go off and share a meal with. Guys, I, mm. I mean, if it walks like a duck, talks like a duck, it's a duck. <laughs> but, and in this case, it walks like a coup, talks like a coup, it's a coup. So, but if there's basically we're talking to the tune of you know a uh, hundred to two hundred thousand votes nationwide that would yeah. turn the election. That's basically what we're talking about. Um, and if yeah. there's so many thousands and hundreds of thousands of votes um that are fraudulent then why yep. why are we having such a hard time like giving the evidence or even getting judges to, or to agree judges to we got the evidence all right do me a favor go to letsfixstuff.org in okay. there i've got a piece of post on there called kraken um you know the many suit after suit or whatever i don't remember exactly how i called it the uh but it talks um uh, it, I actually provide links to the actual lawsuits that are out there. Read the Sidney Powell lawsuit. It's 75 pages. Wonderful reading. I read it on the flight to Arizona all the way through. The testimonies in there are pretty darn ding, uh, damning, and it accounts for hundreds of thousands of votes. Uh-huh. I mean, there's, there's just some, uh, some items in there that just violate the laws of physics. I mean, Russ Ramblin did an analysis of all the, all the uh, scanners and their scanning capacity within a two-and-a-half-hour period, and what he found was that there was uh, something like 350,000 votes cast during that, two, during that two and a half hour period. 
The only issue with that is that those scanners could only only had the capacity to scan something around 50,000 at that time because they have a, they're speed limited. So yeah. you already know 300,000 of those votes are suspect. It does not make any sense whatsoever. Uh, and there's more where that came from. I don't think that you're accounting for the Joe Biden magic. So maybe that's yeah, why you guys don't I, get it. <laughs> the, <laughs> I, the, no, I, I think my issue is I was educated before Common Core Math came out. <laughs> okay, so here's, here's, here's my problem. You know, you're saying this is a coup. Look, I grew up with a conspiracy theorist father, so <laughs> there is there are pieces of me that are latching onto this for and and, and so I, I but here's what's here's what scares me about this. If you're right and what you're saying is true, then if you guys do get to court, if you get to court, you're not yeah. going to be able to. This is going much further than where just the voting machines. So how, uh, <laughs> what right. how, what's your strategy? Uh, there's going to be people fit for orange jumpsuits, and frankly, I don't care if they fit that well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's there. This is big. I mean, when you actually look at the, they, some folks have done some detailed forensic analysis on the IP address connections between some of the servers with Dominion and other places. There's a palpable connection to the Chinese government and to the Iranian government. That's part of the affidavits yep. in that Sidney Powell lawsuit. Yep. I encourage everybody to read through it. These are. That the affidavits that are being made are, and some of the people that made those affidavits are under threat for their very life. I can tell you that right now. And that's one of the big indicators of whether or not this is a mere conspiracy theory. If it's conspiracy theory, let it fizzle out on its own, right? right. Why do you have to go through the extreme of putting out physical threats to end and the old uh, cancel culture threats out to these people to right. silence that voice. Right. You would think you'd want to pump them up and give them as much airtime as possible to make fools out of themselves. Uh -huh. Right. Uh -huh. That's uh -huh. not what's happening here. So what you've been involved in, you were down in Arizona testifying. I, I think I heard you're going to be in Nevada testifying. Um, what's the process with the hearings? Are, nice to me. All right. I better get that flight ticket set up. Oh. Are, are, are there, well, is there today? Okay. Yeah. Is there um what's what's the um uh, um what's the um, process? I mean, what's happening with these hearings, and are, and are, are you making progress? And, and along with that, I know this don't ever throw three questions out, but along with that, um, <laughs> why are you guys not inside of some sort of Senate house? Why are you guys inside of uh, hotel rooms, ballrooms? Yeah, that's a that's that's a sixty four dollar question, and I'll tell you why. That's cheap because a lot of the leadership in these areas, just so you know. Every one of our state governments is run by three people and Senate Majority Leader, Speaker of the House yep. and, and uh, the governor. governor. And yep. Nebraska, there's two people. All right. So because um, wow. they get a unicameral legislature. Right. But right. those guys get paid a lot of money for their positions and they end up paying a lot of money out to the people that elect them into those positions. That's the way it works on it. The folks who pay a lot of money don't like to have things stirred up quite a bit. They like to go with the flow. And if you're going off and pushing out evidence of a an attempted coup, do you think that's something that would be comfortable for those people with the money that just want to go along with the status quo? Or do you think they're going to want to go off and say, hey, just shut up about this. Let it pass. We'll deal with it the next election. But if it's going to well, get a, bring a, a victory of, to my team, I'm, I'm for it. Well, you don't. Their team is their own team. Uh, these people that provide a lot of the financial support for these uh, Senate majority leaders and speakers. I, I wrote about it in my book, Wrestling Gators. But they they. Um, 
they'll switch sides whenever they need to. Yeah. Um, they're yeah. they're interested in their own interests. This isn't a re- that's the one thing that it's very important for everybody to understand. This election was not about Republicans versus Democrat. Oh no way! I've actually been working with Bernie supporters, with uh, registered Democrats, with Libertarians, with Independents, with oh. Republicans of all stripes to get this data out here. This is about. Uh, people that want to fundamentally transform America versus those who want to fundamentally preserve America. This is good versus evil on a base level, such a base level that I, I don't think most Americans can get their head around. It. I think you're right. And because the media. Not, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, I don't think the media is reporting any of this. And so you get most of us are in blue pill land. And I, I unfortunately, I swallowed one big honk and red pill when I was in the legislature. You, you know, um, I mean, I, I, I have no proof of this, but I really believe the Bush family voted for Biden. I mean, I, I, I think a lot of where did that come old, from? Um, I'm just, <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying that. I'm just kind of going to his point where I. You think, just wanted. You've been waiting to say that for a long time. Just uh, tell yeah. the truth. Well, we you know just John Kasich did. Yeah, we know right? that. We know some of these old yeah. conservatives establishment uh, establishment got, did the establishment. Yeah, that's a better P- way to say it. People that want to keep their paychecks coming. But hold, I want to get yeah. back to my yeah. question. I mean, are, so Patrick, you've been involved in some of the hearings. You're involved in some of this um, this work. Is it making progress? Or I mean, the the narrative yeah. that the main you know the mainstream media is is telling us is that everything's it's just over. getting shot do- down. Yep. Nothing's happening. The courts aren't turning everything. Yep. Courts are turning what, everything down. What's actually happening there on the ground? All right, what we're seeing on the ground is that the ground's finally being tilled frankly, and it's opened up. And I'm starting to see legislators that had at first dismissed all this are now starting to pay attention. I'm not saying that they're ready to take constructive action yet. I'm just saying, finally, they got their ears uh, unplugged from the dirt that they're, uh, that surrounded their head here. And they're actually listening to what's being said. And there are questions being asked by myself and others that, frankly, don't have a good answer if you assume that the election was the most clean election in history, like our CISA expert said, mm. right? Yeah, there, right? There's answer, There's questions that demand answers, and uh, and it's tough because the legal threat on this, it takes time. I mean, oh. court cases, particularly as complex as this one, because this is not just the electronic fraud that we're talking about, the IT. Right. This is good old-fashioned Chicago politics uh, issue. Matter of fact, in Detroit, we have evidence that there's actually a a uh, special little precinct called the Chicago Warehouse. And uh, <laughs> it won't show up on any of your poll maps. But if you're wondering where all those extra poll or all those extra poll books come from or those extra ballots when you need them are just like that Philadelphia truck. You remember that truck that was going from, uh, no, not Philadelphia, it was from New York, New York. the U.S. Postal. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. To uh, up into Lancaster and all yep. points in between. Mm-hmm. Well, th- there are folks. <laughs> I, there's no chain of custody around the ballots after they're printed. Wow. And, and it's not it, we've seen examples here in Michigan where people have been counting ballots in sequential order on the ballot number. And and there have been absentee ballots without any folds in them. So they're pristine. So obviously the mail service was very careful about those ballots because they were very special. <laughs> so, so, guys, this is this stinks to high heaven on so many levels. And the fact wow. that. Most people aren't even paying attention. It's probably more disturbing. And I uh, and I think they teed it up with what happened under COVID. Mm-hmm. Of course. Think, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I hate to say this, but, I mean, that showed how docile and how oh. I got people driving around. You want to know who a Biden voter is? Go go off and uh, drive down the road and see somebody with a face shield on and a face mask when they're driving all alone in their car. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> that's right. But, Patrick, how come, how come the courts are turning – um, things down. 
Well, here's here's an example of one court case I was involved in in the state of Michigan. We had Judge Kenny in Wayne County, a court case that was pretty straightforward. It included my affidavit around the Internet connectivity right. and uh, several other affidavits um, a- as well. And I had been very prolific in my writing about my concerns around election fraud leading to this election. Matter of fact, I even formed an organization called the Election Integrity Fund beforehand. And by the way, I don't get a dime from any of this stuff here. I, I do. I'm not getting I don't have a job right now except making sure we're getting the word out on this stuff right now. I got no financial interest in this yet. What's happening is uh, we've got a judge that went off and testified that because I was looking for voter fraud and I found examples of suspect uh, breaks in the link of uh, chain of custody and voter fraud with the other people that testified on there. Because I was looking for it and because I found it, I was disqualified as a witness. Oh, wow. What? Yeah. What precedent is he? What? uh, Yeah. Tell me about it. Go read the actual um, uh, opinion. I I don't have it. I don't have that hot link at letsfixstuff.org yet. I was just kind of so frustrated by it. But. Um, wow. So Patrick, uh, and by the way, I'm I, I'm just saying that as kind of a summary. That's not exactly what he said, right, of right, course. Right, 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 of course. I, I, yeah. But but here, but so help me out with something because you guys are running against a clock right now. Trump's clock is getting it's getting tight, um, <laughs> yeah. you know. And so I keep no. thinking if 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 Kami Harris is actually in the office on January 20th, and this comes out later. Notice what I did there. Um, what yeah. what what course do you have after it comes out in? july that look at this <laughs> yeah, the election well, was a fraud. july i'm telling you people we're working with are non-stop i'm getting calls two o'clock in the morning seven o'clock in the morning there are people on the legal team with great lakes justice center that tested positive for covid not only tested positive for it actually were ill with it um and they were responding to texts and emails at two o'clock in the morning this is an all hands on deck moment and frankly we're at the stage right now where we've got this huge volume of evidence the toughest part is to triage it and pick which ones we need to highlight in what context for what audience. Yeah. It is it is a monument. They, they've been doing this for years to prep for this. We've had to assemble the Kraken, essentially, and identify this concept of operations in a matter of weeks. And I'll tell you, we're, we're, we've done that. And now it's a matter of getting our airtime to go off and share it. So I want to thank you guys for the opportunity to share today. No, I think this is important. So I was listening to Trump on Monday. I think he, had a, he did an interview with... Uh, on Fox on Sunday, Sunday night, Sunday, yeah. and the last part of his interview, I could hear in his voice that he has been beaten uh, and he's oh, yeah. fighting, but he doesn't. Just simple questions like, "Are you going to win this?" Where we're he usually we're we're, we're going to have the best win. <laughs> we're yeah. we're going to win it the most, <laughs> the biggest win, the biggest win. That Ever wasn't his it. tone. That wasn't the way he's talking. And the way that you're in it right now, you're right in the middle of it. Where do you think this is going to end at? I think there's going to be incontrovertible evidence that Donald Trump did win, not just not just win, but win by a landslide. The, so the, the, the key is getting that information out in a timely manner. That's what we're talking about. So December 14th, we had this thing called the Electoral College. It's supposed to post all their votes right. associated with who the next president is. That's a big deadline. We may get in a situation where we're going to invalidate and decertify a lot of the states beforehand. That's when the evidence comes out. One of the paths that you can take is to hold off on certification. That's what we're doing in the legislature right now. It's a case we're making today. And if they can decertify it and there's no clear winner, come December 14th, we go down the road to potential 12th Amendment discussion, which gets into an area where 
the United States House of Representatives decides who's the next president. Right. And uh, and the Republicans hold a 26 to 24 edge. But, you know, that's one track. Right. That's dealing with the presidential race. Right. But I'm telling you that the real tragedy is it's not just the presidential race. It's down ballot. We have evidence that these votes have been flipped down ballot as well. Mm. And and that's more difficult to get our arms around. We got folks doing the data analysis on it. It is so difficult. The only way to really solve this is to go off and do a revote, from my perspective. And wow. how many people are going to have patience for that? Right. Yeah. Uh, Patrick, um, is there anything else that we have not asked you that you need to get out? I mean, is there something, anything else that our audience <laughs> needs to hear? Uh, that's <laughs> a good question. I, the key thing is, please encourage them not to just uh, not to be discouraged. Every single day, I get up and try to do another post saying. This is your daily reminder. Joe Biden is not the president elect because they're getting treated to a it's a psyops campaign. I mean, I used to work in the Department of Defense. I actually worked on war gaming simulation yep. systems. I, I, I this is an actual the concept of an influence operation, uh, which is something I put in one of my uh, concerns around election integrity early on at Let's Fix Stuff dot org is 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 real. There are people that want to influence our the outcome of our yeah. elections. And one of the ways that they're doing it is with an all out media assault that that censors anybody who counters the narrative that Joe Biden is the president elect. Right. Well, I'm here to, to counter that narrative. Joe Biden is not the president elect. And I'll tell you, here's some hope for why I believe we're winning this race. And it's going to take a while, but I believe we're winning at the at the beginning of all this. They said there is no voter fraud. Then they said there's no widespread voter fraud. Then they said there's no widespread voter fraud that's going to change the results of this election. <laughs> right. Right. So right. next one, the next major headline that we're going to see is that President uh, Trump has been reelected for four more years. Mm. Wow. I, I got I got one more question here. Oh, you're going to do it um, because it, it seems like <laughs> it, we've kind of done this to ourselves. In other words, we've known that our elections are susceptible. We've we've known that there's even been fraud in our elections in the past. Yeah, yeah. And then. Uh, uh, lastly, um, why uh, this blows my mind? Why are Republican states looking to Democrat-run um, companies to process their election balloting? Soft, you know, Dominion, obviously referring to Dominion. Um, I, it blows my mind. I don't understand why Republican states have, have contracted with Dominion systems. Well, just because a lot of Christians go to church doesn't mean that they they know Jesus Christ personally, right? Mm -hmm. So you can you can kind of wear the mantle of an R next to your name, but if you don't have the conviction associated with that, and frankly, it's, this is even beyond party. This is about your oath of office and defending the Constitution on it. Yeah, right. There's a lot of people that can fake it till they make it on it. They're just interested in how they're going to get by on it, and what's what's going to. This is getting down to that human condition, and what we're seeing right now, particularly people that are standing up. The folks that are recognizing what's going on, those men of Ishakar, if you will, from the Bible, <laughs> yep. they're the ones who uh, are the ones with their house built on solid rock, not the ones on shifting sand. And I think this is a great separator by God right now. And I can't deny that there's a faith element in what's happening with all this. Wow. There is undeniable truth that's out there. And a lot of people still have those scales over our eyes. And it's about time that people started bringing, uh, turning the God Turn into Christ. Amen. Get down on your knees in prayer. Repair, repent. Amen. And uh, I think he's going to be doing a great awakening here in our country with it. And that goes well beyond the discussion of politics. Amen. Amen. Patrick, wow. how can we follow what's happening right now? You said our sources are, are bad and we need some new sources. Give us a source or two to follow what's going yeah. on. That's that's a good source. Well, some I, I'll 
go to letsfixstuff.org, although I'm not a daily update right now because I have I got to pull it in before I can take it out, and it takes right. a while to, t- to put it out in any cogent form. Epoch Times has been great. They've been the one approaching us and trying to get the the detailed information. Okay. NTD is another one. Newsmax is another one. Been on War Room with Steve Bannon a few times. And uh, those are the ones that are really trying to get the word out. Uh, it seems like Sean Hannity's trying to, to pull something together on that area, and he's the only one that's still focused on elections. Uh, Lou Dobbs has been fantastic yeah, at getting down playing. into those weeks. On <laughs> yes. he, Lou has been calling it out specifically what needs to be called out, and I I want to give him a big shout-out because he's been phenomenal. So if you want to know what's going on there. Also, I got a, dec- a very, very good friend by the name of Dr. Dave Danda. He has a podcast called Operation Freedom. And if you want to know what's going on before everybody else knows, he's a very good source of information okay. as well. All right. Patrick, thank you so much for joining us, man. Um, praying for you, brother. Hey, thank you, guys. Praying for your strength and tenacity. I appreciate it. And thank you for the Christmas music beforehand, <laughs> whether it was Whitney or Brooklyn. I don't care. It was good. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Patrick. If uh, you're single, one, get guys. married. If you're Not married, have kids. If you have kids, go baptize them. Until next week, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight, laugh, and feast. Patrick, hold on one second. We'll talk to you in just a minute. God bless you.